Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, First Bank, Fat Willie Sports Bar on River Rock Boulevard in Murfreesboro, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, and the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tansel and My Team Insurance, Steve Record with RAI Advisors, and Rayburn Insurance in Smyrna. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. It is all sports talk on this Monday afternoon. Tim Tackett along with Jeff Jordan. Jeff brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Collin Financial Services with Edward Jones. When we talk all sports, we can kind of do that today, Jeff. There's lots of different sports to talk about. Baseball season for university has already begun went two out of three in what was less than spectacular weather over the weekend middle tennessee basketball college excuse me uh district play in uh high school basketball major league baseball pitchers and catchers have already reported so lots to talk about on all sports talk everything's going on right now uh, this is one of the few times of the year where you can you know, you can pick up and talk about basketball or, or football if you want to. I mean, you know, it was just over with. And certainly baseball and softball. And it's an it's an exciting time of year. I, I'm, uh, our climate and whatnot does not really not lend itself to softball and baseball. It, it, it just doesn't. Well, It's just too cold. February, but, you have to be way south to get February baseball to make yeah. any sense. Uh, but anyway... Uh, uh, it, it looks like we're going to be at least competitive, and uh, I think I think Vanderbilt. I think they have one loss. I think they. I don't know what their record is, but I believe that's right. I, I mean, they're they're playing great, uh, and other teams are playing well. So it's, it's exciting. I failed to mention football in my diatribe there at the beginning of this thing, but I did look today just just for curiosity's sake about the football portal. Over two thousand names entered the football portal, and there's one more portal opportunity in late two weeks in april jeff so i mean that's that's it <laughs> you're shaking your head I'm, I'm the same way uh it's got to be a coach's nightmare it is it is a coaching disaster it really is so i i the, the, the amount of time that coaches have to spend in the off season agonizing and all the stuff they have to do i would probably i would at least give a thought to eliminating that second portal thing altogether, but I'm sure you get a big argument, and I, I I'm not saying that that uh, it's it's bad idea, good idea, anything else to pay the players or nil all that stuff. I'm not saying any of that. Um, matter of fact, I think. Shall it, I? Uh, well, yeah, you can if you want to, but I, I do think um, um, that <laughs> it, it has created a monster and. And we talked about this right here two years ago and three or four times since then, that we don't know the fallout from this yet. And there's gonna, we're looking at a passel of lawsuits probably. Sure. Most of them involving the NIL. But just the, the situation is just chaotic for coaches. What I feared would take place is as they feared i shouldn't say it's highly predictable big 10 and sec have formed a kind of coalition they've got the two best conferences they got the two biggest conferences they are eating up teams as, as they want them and those two team those two conferences now have kind of got their thoughts together jeff they can take over the world yes and and, and they will they will they will decide most of <laughs> what's going to take place uh in ncaa or outside of ncaa well, that's that's correct, and I and as as we have, uh, well, gosh, ever since we've been on the show, the, the NCAA has dropped in importance all 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 yes. along, and uh, frankly, except for the basketball, the tournament, that sort of thing, that they don't do all that much, and they they blow a lot of smoke, 
and uh, and they're always going to sue somebody. They're always mad at somebody or somebody's. Uh, right now, of course, they mad at Tennessee. Tennessee did something. That'll never stick, I don't think. Well, I, they're trying, I, to, trying to enforce rules that nobody knows what they are. Right, that's exactly I, I think right. That's, they're, they're ambiguous. I shouldn't say nobody knows what they are, but they're ambiguous at best. And I, I guess what old folks like us, Jeff, have to do is just uh, gulp and swallow hard and understand that the college sports is no longer going to be what it was 10 years ago. No, it's not. Or 20 years ago or 30 no. years ago for sure. No. Let's go to the phones and get a phone call. Go ahead. How's it going, guys? You got the answer for us? <laughs> well, no, I, I don't know the NIL stuff. No, I mean, I just know the Tennessee deal is, I know Tennessee and Virginia's in on the lawsuit, and I know the NCAA won, I mean, not the one, but the injunction, they, they were trying to uh, get the laws or something, and they, the NCAA won the first little, you know, round, or what do you want to call it, round, or whatever you want to call it. I, if, if, Tennessee, if the University of Tennessee is involved in anything, I hope they lose. I don't know what to do. Thank you so much. Well, let me let me say this, Jeff, about baseball. In that, moi played baseball at Charlestown, Indiana. Now, Indiana's cool in April <laughs> when we played. Yeah, I cannot imagine playing. But my my guess is I don't know this for sure. But my guess is they're most like everybody else. They're now playing in early March. Jeff, I cannot imagine that. You know this. <laughs> It wasn't, it wasn't comfortable in April, so uh, they, they hope for the good weather. Now, the, the Eagle thing is pretty special to me. The Eagle softball program is really good. And uh, I'm kind of glad to see both Oakland and Eagle decide to play that game, you know. I think it's a game that needs to be played. Oakland's, quote, got something to lose, losing to a single-A squad, but I don't know if they do or not because Eagle's awfully good. I doubt if they uh, – obviously they want to win the game, but I doubt if they really care about that. Kind of funny, though, and I, I can't speak for them, obviously, but they probably would not play each other in basketball. Right. Right, because you, you just – the public perception is that Oakland would would be a favorite in every game and should win every game, and if they don't, they did something wrong. That's all incorrect, of course, but that's kind of the way they feel. But in baseball, if you've got a pretty good team – 
and A and Double A, and certainly some, some some pretty good pitching. You don't have to play anybody you want to play. Sure, you go ahead and play them. Uh, so you know, I'm 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 all all for that. Uh, that'll be an, an exciting ball game. Should be a lot of fun. Yeah. And what Eagle? Am I right? Two two time state champions or? I don't I don't know, Tim. I guess yeah, probably I so. That's, the, I think that's right. Softball. Um, they they've been very competitive in recent years uh, in both sports and really in every sport, girls and boys basketball as well and football. I mean, you know, Floyd Walker's had him in the playoffs just about every year. Uh, so I think every year but one maybe since he's been there. So you know, you playing and losing to Eagleville is no disgrace. Let's take a break, Jeff, and remind everyone that following our show here, Rick Hensel live at 6 o'clock, Nick McDevitt live at 7 o'clock, both held right here on WGNS Radio. Go to the Boulevard if you'd like to see it live, and you can listen to it right here. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Scott. When it comes to health, there are numbers that every man needs to know, including your testosterone number. I recommend Low T Center, where they make it quick and easy to get your levels checked, and it's only 25 bucks. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and with their on-site lab, you'll get your results in about 25 minutes. Low T levels can make you feel tired and grumpy. They can cause a lack of motivation and drive. It can raise your cholesterol, cause weight gain, and loss of muscle mass. Go to LowTCenter.com right now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Here's Dr. Craig McCabe at McCabe Vision Center. We have treatments for the skin of your face. Not only do we want you to see young, we want you to look younger too and get rid of a lot of that sun damage. Dr. Craig McCabe, the eye doctor you hear on the radio. Maybe you've got dark spots, acne rosacea, even wrinkles. We can now treat McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial, behind SunTrust Bank. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Hot 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Play up, man, Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider Athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the big blue in the borough. News Radio WGNS. Hello, friends. Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. More than I can count, we have taken care of families who were totally caught off guard with the passing of a loved one. There are so many details to tie up. It really can be overwhelming. Again, more than I can count are the comments from families who have pre-planned and pre-funded their or their loved one's funeral, saying, I'm so thankful we took care of this ahead of time. It would have been a financial hardship had we not. Let me help you pre-plan. Call me at 615-893-2422. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. Tim Tackett along with Jeff Jordan. Jeff, uh, Middle Tennessee basketball had a really nice uh, week last week. Men with two wins get them to five and six now. They were one and I think they were. One in five, and and have won four out of the last five games. And Lady Raiders struggled on the road, but uh, came out with two wins. Right, and and we've had coaches before, and Rick Insel would be no different. First of all, it's hard to win a game. It make a difference who you are. Sure, where you are. there's scholarship athletes on the other side, right? Yeah, and, it's, and it's and hard coach, to win a game. Coaches are getting made a few few buckles. But if you're ready and you're and you're a good team and you're well coached and all that kind of stuff, you know you got a good shot at winning but when you when you go on the road in any conference but particularly this conference it's it's it adds another level of difficulty but uh, i think uh, i think rick would say that i believe he would and uh, and and that was a, a big win for our for our women uh, even though they probably didn't need it to be number one but he, he, what he's doing is you mentioned this last week i think 
if he can get this done, is he's stockpiling wins. Sure. He's stacking them up and uh, and for the postseason. And, uh, and hey, he's he's exactly right. He needs to be doing that. That's correct. Go to practice and hear him discuss what he's doing. He's telling the girls, this isn't about winning a conference championship. This is about seeding for NCAA tournament. Sure. He's already there. That's where that's his thought process. And so every win gives you a better chance at a 10 seed, a 9 seed, an 8 seed, something like that. And, uh, Jeff, here's the thing about how spoiled as fans we are, I guess. Middle Tennessee struggled on Saturday and won by 15. Right. Struggled. Now, let's, let's be clear. The game was in the balance with five minutes to go. Right? Right. But they did what good teams were supposed to do is, is go ahead and take advantage of that opportunity at the end, and they did stretch it out. To, I didn't watch the game. Did you? No. I was at the men's game, and I heard two or three people behind me talking about how poorly they'd played, and it's worse they'd seen them play and so forth. So, so I went home and saw the box score, and I thought, well, I'm going to see 22% shooting and 18 turnovers. And <laughs> Jeff, they shot 40% yeah. and had nine turnovers. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's not bad. <laughs> uh, Three-point line, uh, I think they were, you know, uh, six of 17 or something like that. I don't, I, I can't call the number, but it wasn't. I, I expected the stat line to be horrible. It wasn't. It, was, it must have been a strange game. And when you hold a team to 41 points, Jeff, you're likely to win the basketball game. Right. And that's that's the way they did it. And, and Rick, I know, stresses that, as most coaches do. The defense wins. But the defense allows you to win games when you're really not on top of your game offensively. I can remember one year. This is back in 79, I believe. And um, I, I happened. I just happened to be there. There was no reason for me to be there, but uh, Coach Pate was. He had an excellent basketball team, of course. But he told them, and we we were down to about the last three or four games and hadn't lost, you know. Right. And probably not going to lose. I, I I don't really remember the last four or five games, but we probably weren't going. And we didn't actually lose. But I remember him telling them during at the end of practice that he was that that he thought. His impression was that they were that maybe there was a chance that they might fall back a little bit in their efforts and whatever. Sure. And he explained to them, and I remember exactly what he said. He said, "He said, girls, he said, I'm thinking big. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking right. Murphy Center. If we can just do some things right, and if you'll make the effort." Well, I, I just happened to think there I, as I went out the door. Hey, he's 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 putting them in the right frame of mind. I thought he was correct, and he he was correct. Well, you know, there are very few high school coaches that could do that. I was not able to do that at Laverne to go into my kids and say, it's Murphy Center or bust, so to speak. And, and Coach Insel's the only one in Conference USA, I guess, that's able to go into his practice and talk about seating in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, some coaches wouldn't do it. Uh, I, 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 I don't know whether it's, I don't know whether it's good or bad. He, 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 can, he can rate his own team and, and decide whether they can handle that kind of talk or not. Uh, but a, a college player, particularly a junior or a senior, uh, uh, the girls, the type of girls that he's got, the, they know where they are. They sure. know what they're doing. Sure. And, and they understand this This other team is preparing just like we are. And and they're going to try to knock us off just like we're going to you know, that kind of thing. Uh, hey, uh, that, that's the beauty of having good players on, the, on your junior and senior teams. Middle Tennessee's program is so good, Jeff. Within the conference, there's no question they have a target on their back every time they play. Oh, yes, absolutely. So beating Middle Tennessee is a big deal in Conference USA for sure. Uh, let's give credit where it's credit due on the, on the Thursday night game. They went to uh, New Mexico State and expected a tough game there and didn't really have that. They really had to take care of business to, on Thursday night, won by 30 or more. Yeah, it was easy. Yeah. Uh, and, and kudos to Nick McDevitt and his basketball team for – their efforts the last three games, Jeff, that, that team was left for dead. I had people asking me, is McDevitt going to come back next year? Well, yeah, yeah of course he's going to come back next year. Was my, my, my thought process. I mean, are you kidding me? We're talking about uh, he's had three or four really good seasons in a row, and this one not been so good, but Portal got him pretty hard. Injuries have hurt him pretty good. And Jeff, to the kid's credit and his credit as a coach, they have battled back and won three really tough games. Battled back at FIU from double digits down. Battled back against New Mexico State, double digits down. And then two overtimes against the Miners of uh, UTEP Saturday night. And what was – were you there? No. 
<laughs> Jeff, worst officiated basketball game in the history of the world, I thought, <laughs> on both sides. I mean, we saw players knocked to the floor and no call, and then we saw players get tapped and get called. It, it was yeah. – and to, to, to the credit of both coaches, they were so frustrated. You can see it on both, both faces. To their credit, they held <laughs> together, but it was a struggle all the way through. But uh, Justin Porter named the Conference USA Player of the Week. 41 points. Eight of eight from the three-point line. He hit, he hit the winner, didn't he? Oh, the, well, the big basket at the end. Well, was there's his. a lot of big baskets in a double overtime yeah. game. There's the big basket to, to be had all around. But uh, I, I think the, ki- the kids and the coaching staff deserve a lot of credit for bouncing back from a one-in-five conference start to win three very tough basketball games. But all were winnable and all were losable. Right. And they won them all three. Right. I was – I was. of course, the double overtime is rare enough. Even an overtime is fairly rare. Uh, but uh, I was keeping up with it with, uh, with Chipper. And uh, uh, I, I came home from the high school games. And it, it was just, well, I mean, we had a chance to win it, and so did they. Sure. Uh, in, uh, in regulation, uh, in the first, over, first overtime, the ball went all the way down in there on one of their shots and came out. Uh, and we gathered in the rebound. But in the second overtime, of course, we prevailed, outscored them by six. So it was, and it was a, a game which, well, there were times, particularly earlier in the year, where we might have just crumbled. Sure. You know, uh, when we were, had two starters really hurt, uh, and and neither one of them are playing now, um, and that sort of thing. And we might have we might have you know eased up some, but we never we never did, and it paid off. It's, it's a big win. Coach McDevitt is, in in my view, and I think I'd be right in saying this, uh, is decided. He need to change his offensive plan based upon the players he has now, rather than trying to stick with the plan he had with the two players that he lost. And it took a while to kind of get that in place. But they're playing with a very small lineup, Jeff. In the second overtime, they had three or maybe four guys six two and under on the floor. Yeah. Now that, in college basketball, that's that's really small. That is small. Even in this conference, that's small. Uh, you, you you're going to create some problems for yourself and he is he's playing a full schedule and he's playing it with forwards and guards yes uh and doing pretty well uh, they, they they'll run you ragged if you if you you know they're just very good well they're positioned now to to stay out of the seven eight or eight nine conference uh playing game first of all they're not there yet but they they are and jeff they've got a shot they have a shot i'm not predicting this is going to happen but they've got a shot to finish in the top four Right, well, wouldn't that, that would be a remarkable uh, accomplishment if that if that happens. I doubt if it will, but it could. And as long as you got something to play for, keep going. Well, uh, congratulations! They've won three straight. They've played on, on the road Wednesday night at Jacksonville State. Middle Tennessee women at home on Jacksonville State against Jacksonville State on Wednesday night, six thirty tip off at Murphy Center. And the Lady Raiders, just so we'll know, are undefeated in conference play. And Jeff, they are. They're going to be the conference champions. They've got two game lead and 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 the tiebreaker over that that team. So they'd have to lose three times to even have a shot to, to not win it, and that's not going to happen at all. But uh, Coach Ensel does not want to lose a game at right, all. Right. I mean, it, it, I'm any losses, <laughs> any loss as far as he's concerned, not, not going to cost the conference championship, but it's going to cost us a seating in the NCAA. That is that is correct. And he, he'll talk about that on all and on the. Rick Hensel's live show right here at 6 o'clock on WGNS. Nick McDevitt, I'm sure, has got a lot of things to talk about as well at 7 o'clock. By the way, uh, Wheeler was named the Conference Player of the Week again. <laughs> My wife said they just might, might as well just put the jot it down every week. That's not quite the case, but she's been terrific the last four games. She, yes, she has been a world beater. She's playing with great confidence. Well, when you're leading scorer in the conference and have been player of the year in the conference a time or two, it's not, not hard to do. But, well, I take that back. It is hard to do. If you're, if you're that good, Jeff, you've got to work hard to keep your intensity, don't you? I guess so, yeah. All right, let's take that break. When we come back, Chip Walters will have the Blue Raider Insider Report. Anxious to hear what the chipper's got to say about uh, what's going on in Blue Raider land. We'll be right back. Spend your middays with us 
Rick and Bubba. We're on WGNS each weekday from noon till 2 on Rutherford County's Good Neighbor Station. News Radio WGNS. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Good afternoon. T-Dot those help trucks around here with a couple of stalled vehicles. They had one earlier on 40 West over here around 440. It's just now starting to build on I-40 going eastbound as you head out past the airport. Again, traffic's been a little bit lighter than normal, but I can see some traffic's trying to develop now over here on 440 eastbound at Nolensville Pike. It looks like it's starting to really pick up on 24 westbound as you head up towards the Jolton area. Hey, 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services right here in Middle Tennessee. Yeah. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. They're online at TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. I'm meteorologist Ray Miller from News Radio WGNS with a reminder that you can download the Weatherology app on your phone for the forecast at your fingertips. We can even send weather bulletins directly to your phone. Download the Weatherology app today. It's free in the App Store. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. Parks Auction. We handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick, easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auctions. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known the guys over there my entire life. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Hi, I'm there. Do I have a hi now? Call Parks Auction at 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. Next on WGNS and All Sports Talk, it's the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters of Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates, brought to you by Rayburn Insurance, RAI Advisors, and My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. When Rutherford Countyans think of insurance professionals, they think Rayburn Insurance Agency at 200 South Lowry in Smyrna, meeting the needs of thousands of customers since 1973. You can trust Rayburn Insurance with all your needs, a place where customer service really matters. It's personal with Rayburn Insurance, as fans of local sports, as friends, and as insurance professionals. Check them out at Rayburn.net or call 615-459-4145. Rayburn Insurance, for business, auto, home, and life insurance. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and it is Basketball Coaches Show tonight at the Boulevard, and you can hear both coaches' shows, Rick Ensel Live, Nick McDevitt Live, here on WGNS. It all starts at 6 o'clock at the Boulevard as we talk women's basketball for an hour. Coach Rick Ensel and the old pro Dick Palmer. Then at 7 o'clock, we'll be talking with Coach Nick McDevitt. And fortunately, again this week, we're talking about four wins. Two on the women's side, two on the men's side. And again, that is at 6 o'clock tonight at the Boulevard. Hope you'll come out and be part of the live audience for both shows this evening. Well, it was a great week for both the men and women, and Middle Tennessee has swept the Player of the Week honors in Conference USA again this week. Justin Porter named the Conference USA Player of the Week for February 19th, as announced by the conference office. He averaged 33.5 points, six rebounds, and three and a half assists per game in a pair of Middle Tennessee wins. Porter set a Conference USA record Saturday by going eight for eight from three-point range, which is the most three-pointers without a miss in league history. And as part of a 41-point performance in a double overtime win over UTEP, Porter was 11 of 16 from the floor and 11 of 12 from the free throw line with seven rebounds and three assists against the Miners. The 41 points by Justin Porter tied for the third most in program history and equaled the most by a Blue Raider since 1965. Milton Dean, who played uh, for Coach Dave Farrar, had 41 against Southeast Missouri. And guess what? He was actually at the game on Saturday for Legends Weekend. So congratulations to Justin Porter as he is the men's player of the week. The Blue Raiders also 
did a lot of movement in the standings over the weekend. Blue Raiders are now tied for fourth. Middle, Liberty, and New Mexico State all now at five and six. They trail Louisiana Tech and Sam Houston, who are eight and three, and Western Kentucky, who is eight and four. Blue Raiders travel to Jacksonville State on Wednesday and will host Western Kentucky on Saturday. On the women's side, Following a pair of strong performances against New Mexico State and UTEP on the road, Middle Tennessee guard Savannah Wheeler was named the Conference USA Player of the Week as announced by the league office. Wheeler, a graduate student from Catlettsburg, Kentucky, picked up her ninth career weekly accolade and fourth of this season. She was previously named Player of the Week six times and Freshman of the Week twice. She uh, logged 43 points on the week on 12 of 26 shooting, including 6 of 11 from beyond the arc and went 13 of 16 from the free throw line. She also had eight rebounds, seven assists, and a pair of steals in those two victories. Middle Tennessee cruising right now with a two-game lead on the women's side. They are 11-0 and and 21-4 and overall. FIU stands at 9-2, and but the Blue Raiders have swept them, so it is essentially a three-game lead for middle with six to play. Liberty is at seven and four. Then you've got Western Kentucky six and six, New Mexico State five and six, Jack State and UTEP four and seven, Louisiana Tech three and eight, and Sam Houston is one and ten. This week, the Lady Raiders host Jacksonville State on Wednesday night and travel to Western Kentucky on Saturday. Blue Raider baseball, a four-run top of the third, proved to be the difference in game three of the 2024 season at Reese Smith Field, the Blue Raider baseball team dropped the series finale to Bowling Green 7-3, but the Blue Raiders won games 1-2, and and they win the series. They have a non-conference game tomorrow at Alabama. And also on... uh, in softball, Middle Tennessee lost both games on Saturday against Delaware and Florida Gulf Coast to conclude the Florida Gulf Coast Invitational. Middle Tennessee now 0-9 and will be back at Madeira Beach, Florida for a tournament this weekend. All right, that's it, guys. We'll talk to you from the boulevard in just a bit, and you can hear it all right here on WGNS. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go Blue. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. Tim Tackett along with Jeff Jordan. Jeff brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Collin Financial Service with Edward Jones. Jeff, uh, we talked a little bit about. Baseball starting in Middle Tennessee opened with a two out of three win over Bowling Green. Uh, weather on Friday was okay. Saturday we had to be really cold, and yesterday was, I guess, reasonable. But uh, winning two out of three is a nice way to start the season, I guess. Oh yeah, absolutely. I guess you'd take that in every series if you could if you could get it. Uh, there's there is no feeling like hitting a a, a ninety mile per hour fastball uh, squarely with a bat in your hand in cold weather. I mean that's just a wonderful feeling that you get when you do that. But uh, the, the Raiders over overcame all the problems and and, and won two or three. Well, this season is well underway. The softball squad, who had such a terrific year last year, Jeff has started with a really two tough tournaments. That, to play in, and they had uh, have had no success to speak of at all. No, it's been it's been a, a down start for the Lady Raiders for sure. I, I hope they will work that out, but I'm not that familiar with their material. I am 
familiar with our coach, <laughs> who is will will search for solutions to problems quickly. Uh, but I I don't know the situation there yet. Too early. Basketball district tournament is completed here in this area, but waiting on uh, other districts to finish theirs up. Jeff, the region tournament begins on. Friday, I guess it is. Right, that's correct. And we were supposed to play tonight, uh, and and I don't know the details on this, but I I was told we were, but we had we had a night, and uh, and they just decided to get it off of President's Day, and and play it on, on on Saturday, and so that's what they did. I know you were in attendance Saturday night, watched uh, Oakland and Blackman tussle for the third time this season in girls basketball. And I guess the games have been decided by less than two points all three times, I think, something like that. Yes, I think that's correct. You know, one or two points. They they, they did split during the regular year. Uh, and, and this ball game, which for the championship on Saturday, uh, it was one or two points at the quarter. One or one point, I think, at the half. Tied at the end of three. And uh, and then back and forth in the fourth quarter. And, and I, I told you, and I'm not, I'm not you know, uh, I gave up rooting for people a long time ago. But uh, I, I thought that Jennifer Grandstaff was ready for the last three minutes. She really was. She she kept her team out of the one and one except one time. She had all her timeouts and she needed all three of them. Uh, and she called the plays from the from the sideline and paid off. They won. You know what's interesting to talk about, and I said this to many people when Randy King and Jennifer Grandstaff were coaching staff at Oakland when I was there, that I had the best combination of coaches. I think probably the same thing can be said now with Jennifer Grandstaff and Barry Wartman at uh, Blackman. Je- Jeff, you're, you're just not going to outcoach those two. Siegel has had a tremendous boys season, but uh, Blackman lurking in the woods. You, you, you just don't want to play on tournament time. No, no, you don't. And I, and I, I said to you before we came in here tonight, and you readily agreed with me, which which uh, I, I, I hope we, we were right. I just commented that uh, Blackman and Jennifer Grandstaff, and by the way, she's she's she just doesn't like a lot of credit. She doesn't she doesn't like all that, you know, hoop de la. What she wants to do is coach the next game. But I told you, I said I thought she won that ball game back at probably sometime in late January in preparation for for the rest of the season. And I think I'm right on that. It, it showed. I mean, it just showed up, and I, I was extremely proud of her. I know her well. Watched your coach for years and years and years nightly. Now I don't see it nightly, but I've seen it before. Bless her heart. I'm not, I'm not sure how she makes it through games to games. David, she is so wired yeah. before a basketball game starts, uh, and, and all the way through, she, but, uh, she is, I won't say consumed by coaching, but she certainly <laughs> – enjoys it to the point that she can get through those nerve uh, yeah. issues that she has to fight with. And, and I, too, from a different standpoint, from a broadcaster and, and, and watching her practice and so forth, I, I came away with the same impression that you just did. But to make you feel a little bit better, if, if you, I don't think you feel bad, but to make you feel a little bit better, <laughs> s- Saturday afternoon, she was really pretty subdued. She she really – now, she, she was up some and that kind of thing, but she pretty much coached from the bench, and I thought – Really did a, a, just a terrific job. I, I thought. So once the game starts, she's in her element. She, I, yeah. I think that none of that what I'm talking about is there at all. But try to talk to her 15 minutes before a game starts. It's it's hard to hold a conversation. She she tries to be cordial and so forth, but it's not one of those things. We're not going to talk about uh, what you have for lunch. I've I've been there and done that just like you have. And she's looking off into the distance, and you you know she she hears you, but she's you know no, she's just not necessarily thinking about. It. And when she retired, and I guess what, was she out two years or one year? One year. One, one year. Okay, when she retired from coaching, and and I and and I saw her and talked to her, and then I called her on the phone when it became official, and because we get close, as you have done, to a lot of these coaches around the county, and I'd interviewed her, I don't know how many times, and I just called her and thanked her, and I told her she and told her exactly what you would that she had been a tremendous influence on a lot of girls. And and I hope that they took advantage of it because I felt like they did, and and thanked her for her coaching. And she was going to teach another year or two. She said, "Sure, sure." And 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 then that was good. then she was going to retire. Well, <laughs> then then she doesn't retire. <laughs> she does not coach that year. 
but she goes to to Blackman and then wins the state championship in Blackman. <laughs> and I, I just I thought, well, I, I guess this turned out the way it was supposed to. <laughs> or, or, or you shocked when she got back in it? Uh, a little, yeah. I I, I don't think I was. Uh, I, I I went by and saw her once it became mm-hmm. official, or and uh, we met on the middle of Oakland's floor and talked for a good bit and, and said very much a lot what you talked about there at all she was burnt out yeah she was not just with coaching but i think teaching in in general and, and just the world in general in some ways it, it's it's tough it's always been tough but it seems to be tougher now and i think it took a very special opportunity to come back into it to, to get her to come and well, blackman is certainly a special place for girls basketball yes absolutely and i i i i don't know how she looks at this i've never asked her this question but i i think she 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 had been within just a few seconds of two state championships and 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 it didn't happen and okay and then i just found it ironic that okay, I I don't know how she felt about. It. I'm sure she was disappointed, and so forth. But okay, but then she goes to the rival school, the very one that beat oh, yeah, her in the sure, state championship, sure, sure. and 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 then she and then she went the wins the thing, and I thought, well, okay, that's that's good for you. That's terrific. Paid off. Well, <laughs> it's worth saying, Jeff, as we talk about one or two coaches, we need to talk about a whole bunch of coaches in this county we've always had great coaches and continue to have that some terrific guys and gals that uh, spend their life molding kids and making them better players but making them better people as well well my father used to say and he knew i think <laughs> he said jeff a good poker player should judge himself on how much he loses not how much he wins and he said if you keep your losses down you know you've you've probably done a pretty good job sure well i, I saw grand staff and so did you uh, win 10 or 12 games with teams that shouldn't have even showed up really they were just bad but she figured out a way to to win a number of games at least in the low teens with those teams and uh, th- that's impressive when somebody does that. you know she's not not intimidating from the, in the sense of she's going to yell and scream and holler and whatever but the players that she has respect her intensity so much they just don't want to lose. Right. And she instills that in them because of what she has. She, um, she's a motivator, a very good one. There's no question about it. And I would say that, uh, and I think they know it, but I don't know. I've never talked to them about it. But I think if, if a girl is a basketball player and is playing for her and goes through the whole, the whole thing, whether they start or, or just practice players, I don't care about that, whatever happens, they, if they are paying attention, they can really benefit from her and being around her and her intensity and carry that into other things because they're not going to be playing professional basketball. We know that, uh, but th- they're going to be in everything else out there. And uh, I, th- I think it's a, a real benefit to her. I think, I think we've done a great job. And you were talking about uh, 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 Randy King and, and her and, and, and now uh, being at, at Blackman and <laughs> I tell you what, that's that's three pretty good, pretty good basketball minds right there. I mean, they, they, those folks have been through it all. And I want to go back another layer at Oakland, going back to the days of Dickie Thomas and Ben Cates. Somewhere along the line, some Oakland's had the combination of getting some really good coaches. Yeah, yeah, I I, I think so. I don't. Uh, I, yes, in 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 football, most of the time they they've had some funding problems with the football uh, and the number of assistants they could get and so forth. But still, they've had very good teams over the years and remains true today. And girls and boys basketball and other sports as well. I mean, they got a track championship. They, they, they've done a lot of things. Lest I overlook some other places, Riverdale has had a pretty good yeah. <laughs> group of coaches as well on the football side, boys basketball side, and certainly the girls side where they've won state championships with, what, four or five different coaches over a period of about five years. Right. Right, they they did. They, I don't I don't know. I I don't have that on a piece of paper in front of me. But they did. They had I think, four coaches in a row, or five coaches in a row that won a state championship, like or that. more, or more than one. Uh, so, you know. But the cycle has. That's my point. We've had some pretty yeah. good coaches in this county for a long time. That's a good point to make. We we have had Still them. Do. That's correct. All right, That's we need to take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up on all sports talk. 
Okay, if you're looking to wind down after a hard day's work or enjoy a night out with your friends, let me suggest Fat Willie's Sports Bar and Grill located on River Rock Boulevard. Fat Willie's features nine regulation pool tables, steel tip darts, and buzz time trivia and poker. The beer prices are excellent and they have a huge selection as well as five craft beers on tap daily. Fat Willie's also has your favorite bar foods. Live trivia is held every Tuesday night and pool tournaments are held throughout the week. So if you're looking for a cozy and affordable sports bar with all the amenities, be sure to check out Fat Willie's on River Rock Boulevard next to the Animal Center. Premier Six Theater on Broad in Jackson Heights. Let's all go to the movies. Check out what's showing at MurfreesboroMovies.com. Popcorn popped fresh daily. Premier Six on Broad in Jackson Heights. Hi, this is Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family and need to upsize? Are you an empty nester now and need to downsize? Are you thinking of selling your current home but just worried you can't find something else? Well, it's time to choose Chip. I'm looking to be your trusted advisor in real estate. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Good afternoon, T-Dot those help trucks around here with a couple of stalled vehicles. They had one earlier on 40 West over here around 440. It's just now starting to build on I-40 going eastbound as you head out past the airport. Again, traffic's been a little bit lighter than normal, but I can see some traffic's trying to develop now over here on 440 eastbound at Nolensville Pike. It looks like it's starting to really pick up on 24 westbound as you head up towards the Jolton area. Hey, 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services right here in Middle Tennessee. Yes. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. They're online at TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. You can order Murfreesboro's favorite pizza online. SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out and delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by our good friends at First Bank Professional Service. Jeff, they can take care of the folks like us that need some paper and pencil and all that kind of stuff to make it work, or they can do it by the way the, the younger folks do it by. My phone and by this and that app and, and all that kind of thing. They, they got it all at First Bank to take care of everything take with you. You bank online? I do a lot of banking online. I do none, zero. So if, but I, I still have my check that goes to the window and, <laughs> in, in, in whatever, as opposed to taking a picture of it and firing it in. I, I'm not sure how all that works. But, uh. <laughs> oh, the banking. We we got to catch up with the times, Tim. We really do. We do. Or I do. <laughs> we, we do that for sure. Uh, Next week now, well, we will be in the finals. I'm not sure we'll even be on the air next week. Actually, actually, I hope we're not because that would mean one of our teams is playing somewhere for the. Could the, be. Uh, it's going to be sketchy for the next two yeah. or three weeks as as where it'll go. And the, what you can say about WGNS and Brian Barrett and his crew. They're going to be there to cover the game if, if they will. If if anybody's playing that is of any consequence here, and, and Jeff, we got a possible state champion in middle, in Providence Christian School for sure. Yes, an excellent chance. And uh, in as we have learned over the years, and I hope other people have learned it too. You just never know about these things. Sometimes somebody, you know, twists an ankle, and somebody wins wasn't supposed to, and then you know, we just don't know. But on paper, uh, they would be our best chance for sure. Saturday night, Middle Tennessee men playing uh, UTEP. And, it, and the nice new scoreboards there in Murphy Center have a place where they put up the upcoming schedule. Right. And my dear Jennifer, my daughter Jennifer, yes. Riverdale graduate. Yes. Deluxe. <laughs> teacher Deluxe. Jennifer Marlatt now. Asked me, Dad, it says Middle Tennessee women are playing at 930 on March the 9th in the morning. <laughs> Is that right? And why is that? <laughs> and I said, it is right. It is correct. And here's why. Because that's Girls' State Tournament Week. That's right. And they have decided to move. And, and everybody I talked to agreed since they went to four classifications. The first two years, they went added an extra day. Went Tuesday through Saturday. 
that was not very popular. So they've decided to go Wednesday through Saturday, which means you play eight games a day on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and then four championship games on Saturday. And Middle Tennessee's got a home game against Louisiana Tech. And Jeff, you either play it at 11 o'clock at night or 9.30 in the morning because one thing Middle's going to do, and to their credit, they're going to accommodate the state basketball tournament. Yes, and I was just going to say, although there have been some discussions over the years, as you would expect, in general, that's been a pretty good relationship between the TLSAA and Middle Tennessee. That's why it's in Murfreesboro. A major reason it's there. There are other reasons. But one of them is that they get along with the, with the Raiders and the coaching staff and the AD and, and that kind of thing, and, and, they, and they work out whatever differences they might have. It's not a perfect world. It doesn't always work. We don't always have conflicts. But this year we happen to have one. And uh, when you're dealing with all those different people that you have to deal with in there, it, it's really great that we've managed to do that. Well, I've seen senior night and senior day, but it looks like that'll be senior morning. Well, senior morning, that's right. Because this is the final game of the season, I would guess that will, that will be <laughs> It'll senior have to be. day at 9, 9.30 a.m. And, Jeff, I, I'll be real surprised if there's not a really good crowd there. Oh, there will be. There's no question about it. They're, I don't know how they work the tickets. I don't know what – I don't know. Well, I, I have a suggestion, and they, yeah. I know they've done this before on, on snow days. <laughs> yeah. Make it free, which Ooh. means you can let the high school teams in without a recruiting violation. Because if you let them in free and everybody else is having to pay, that's, that's recruiting violation with the NCAA. But if you make the game free for everybody, then those teams that are in town can wander over there and watch the Raiders play. Uh, <laughs> We don't want a we don't want a violation no, of any sort. No, there'll be no violation. I don't know if that's what they're going to do or not. But uh, like I say, it, it, it should be interesting. I, but Jeff, these teams are used to playing nine thirty. The kids are used to playing at nine thirty in the morning. Many of them are AAU kids. They've gone to summer camps. <laughs> now uh, I know you enjoyed coaching at nine thirty. Oh morning. yes, it's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> so that but that be the reason why. But uh, the Murphy Murphy Center will be the home for the state tournament beginning March the. Well, what would it be? The 6th, I guess, 6 through 9 for the, the girls, and then the following week, Wednesday through Friday, Saturday for the boys' basketball tournament uh, at the Murphy. And it's been there, what, 15, 18, 20 oh, years or least, longer than that? At least. Most people don't even remember it being anywhere else. Um, uh, and it, it's been a long time since it's been somewhere else, yes. Well, what we do know is the Middle Tennessee Lady Raiders play 6.30 at home on Wednesday night against Jacksonville State, the men on the road, and then Western Kentucky – Comes to town men-wise on Saturday. And the ladies go to Bowling Green. I think Western girls have lost four in a row, Jeff. They've, they've fallen on some hard times for whatever reason. That really bothers me. <laughs> I know the you're w- upset. The Western can't win. Well, let's let's turn it over to the guys out at the Boulevard for Rick Hensel Live at 6 and Nick McDevitt Live at 7. I'm sure they'll discuss something about the Western Kentucky games coming up this weekend as well as Jacksonville State. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Warmick, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Record with RAI Advisors, Fat Willie Sports Bar, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Rayburn Insurance in Smyrna.